Hi, this is Dr. Duncan McCollum, and welcome to McCollum Wellness Radio. Now more than ever, our country needs to learn how to take care of our own health, and it's my mission to empower you on that journey. Please join me each week as I cover these topics and interview experts throughout the field to bring you the answers you need to reach your maximum health potential. Thank you, and enjoy the show. Good morning, everybody. This is Dr. Duncan McCollum coming to you from KSCO Radio. What a great day to be alive. I'm so happy to be here. And as usual, coming in this morning, I'm trying to figure out what it is I'm going to talk about. And uh, I like to listen to the, the KSCO on my way in. Oftentimes, it gives me a hint. But usually, when I sit down here, just something tells me this is what I got to talk about today. So, um, I want to talk about a few different things, but the number one thing I think is so important for us to understand is the effect of something called vitamin G on you and the environment and the world. And it's, it's the funny part about it is it's available everywhere, but nobody is utilizing it. You can find it anywhere you look, but everybody's blind to it. And this is one of the things that I think can really make a big difference when, we were look, talking, I'm driving in, I was listening to some people talking about driving over Highway 17, the stress of this, the stress of that, and worried this, and how do you handle stress? Well, you know, a simple thing that I did for many years is, well, actually, it was one of my mentors, Dr. John Baker, who helped me with my practice for about 10 years, you know, it's when you have a business, it is it can be very stressful. Up and down, income coming in, no income coming in, staff um, issues with patients. You know, it's just it can be a you can be a wreck trying to keep this all going in the right direction. And then one day I was talking to Dr. Baker on one of my what we call coaching calls, and he said, "You know, Duncan, nothing's killed you yet." And I went. Wow. You know what? You're right. But he said further, look, everything you stress about, you're fearing that the worst thing can possibly happen. So for you uh, that have things that you're worrying about all the time, stress levels, and you know, I have kids and all this kind of stuff. But how often in your life, in a day, week, month, year, decade, are those things you're worried about actually coming to fruition? So maybe you should give it that much credit. How much is it actually coming to fruition? How much should you give it? You know, really, I've been in practice almost 35 years. How many times have I felt like I'm not going to make it, you know? And um, I always do. And uh, the reason why is because uh, I believe that, you know, what you think about, you talk about, what you talk about, you bring about, but also you have to be able to put your feet forward. You have to not only think stuff, but you got to take action. Action, action, action is what gets results. Inaction doesn't has never gotten a result anywhere, anytime in history. So, you know, we have the holidays coming up, very stressful time for a lot of people and very happy times for people and a combination of happy and stress. So how do you navigate your way through these in any way and come out the other side better off than you went in. Well, the main thing is vitamin G is abundant. Take it. Vitamin G stands for gratitude. Take as much gratitude as you can. And uh, I told the story online here, and perhaps the gentleman's listening. I told it to my sister today. I was talking about vitamin G. It's been about three months now. First time I think I started talking about it. And uh, a week later, or the next week, some gentleman came in from down south, and he's in his probably early 70s, and he had his son with him in his early or mid-40s. 
and the son was supposed to be getting a valuation. I think he came in for the $49 uh, TRT Softwave special that anybody should if you want to find out if you can live healthier and happier and meet our incredible staff, sit down and find out what's happening with you. But anyway, so I sat down with this guy. I can't remember if it was a shoulder or a knee that he was having trouble with or an elbow. And uh, we did our, the doctor, me, did our normal consultation, took an x-ray of the area and, and performed one of our soft wave treatments on him. And usually we like people to come back within a couple days because we want to see how the body's responding, how they responded, um, their viewpoint of how they responded, and then get an idea on whether or not the condition they're have they're having can be addressed by this particular uh, treatment that we're doing, or this modality called soft wave therapy. And um, so anyway, and the guy, uh, <coughs> he left, I guess his dad took him back down south, and we always make an appointment within the next day or two. Well, sure enough, he doesn't show up stands us up and you know we put together an hour for these people so when people don't show up it you know it's an inconvenience to uh the staff inconvenience to the doctor but more importantly the real important thing is somebody else who really needed that spot was not able to come in because of it so that's kind of the thing we we try to tell people along the line when they don't show up is it's not about me and my staff it's about the patients that couldn't get in so anyway, um, finally, a couple weeks later, this gentleman shows up. I'd forgotten who he was uh, because it had been a little while. And as I'm walking by to do what we call a report with him, my, somebody in one of my staff hands me a, uh, a memo saying, oh, the, this guy's dad called today and says he wants to make sure you talk to his son about vitamin D. D is in Duncan. I'm going, huh? And I'm rushing around. I go, okay, vitamin D. I, I haven't talked about vitamin D. What, what's going on with this? So I go in the room and uh, kind of recognized him. Like I say, he didn't look like the type of guy that was pr probably helpable in my office because you have to want to, to change in order to change. So anyway, I talk to him. I asked him how everything went. Oh, grumble, grumble, grumble. Well, how about this? Grumble, grumble, grumble. And, um, well, I have to drive too far and, you know, it costs too much and blah, blah, blah. And I understand. Okay. Well, look, you know, you're definitely not a, a patient for my office and that's no problem. Hey, Jeff. And, uh, so I was getting up to leave and he goes, Oh, wait a minute. My dad wanted you to tell me about vitamin G. And I went, Oh, Vitamin G, I got it. So the dad wanted his son to become grateful. And uh, so I said, oh, your dad wanted you to find out about vitamin G. How interesting. Well, and he goes, yeah, I've never heard of it. What is vitamin G? And I go, well, vitamin G, G stands for grateful. So vitamin G is being grateful. Do you think your dad wanted you to become more grateful? Deadpan look on his face. I go, what do you think? He goes, yeah, probably. And I go, okay. Yeah, when, you're, when you show gratitude, a lot of things open up to you in the world. And at any rate, he kind of grumbled a little bit more and we shook hands and he left. But, you know, I thought how funny that was that whoever this gentleman was that was listening to my show brought his son all the way up from down south to sit down with me to find out about being grateful. And uh, whether or not it worked or not, I don't know. But gratitude is one of those commodities that it's uh, it's really underrated. When you show gratitude, uh, so many different things, it can happen. It can actually um, increase your hormone production of good hormones. Your serotonin, dopamine, and um, oxytocin, which are your feel-good transmitters, are released by your brain when you show gratitude or are happy. It also reduces your brain fog when you show gratitude. It will turn on your autonomic nervous system that turns on what's called the parasympathetic nervous system, which is a rest and relax part of this, 
of this nervous system and turn down the sympathetic nervous system, which is the one that's the fight or flight that causes inflammation in our body. And when you're chronically in fight or flight, it will start to break down and eat up your body because of the stress hormones being created, the cortisol and adrenaline and epinephrine and all that stuff. So gratitude is underrated, but it is so available. So what I do is for years I've done this, not consistently. I wish I, well, I don't wish I did what I did. But when you wake up in the morning, if you have a pad of paper and you start writing down 10 things that you're grateful for, you get out of bed in a lot better mood than 10 thing, than not doing anything at all. And um, this will change your life dramatically if you make it a habit. And then what I also do is when I leave my house, I really try to show gratitude to the first 10 people that I see. And uh, it's really interesting. I've done a lot of... Um, talk about talks about uh, service in the town I live in, Santa Cruz County. And usually I talk about the experiences that weren't as favorable as I would like them to be. In fact, I, I will just mention one now. And uh, there's a coffee shop in Aptos where I live. It's a new one, but it's a chain. And I haven't, new being a couple years old, I'd never gone in. It was a Saturday and I thought, eh, I'll go in and just check this place out. I ordered a specialty drink that cost me $9.50. I waited around. There were three people working. The place was pretty nice looking. You could go in there and study and stuff and uh, read to work on your computer or what have you. And the two um, people behind the counter that took your money after the, the guy was, you know, it was good. He goes, okay, here's, here's how much it is. Uh, it will be ready in a minute. And then there was a young woman who I um, perceived to be a college student making my drink. And then uh, once she was done, she put the lid on it and without looking at me said, your mocha's ready. And uh, so I went, okay, thank you. And no recognition at all. So I picked it up and uh, my $9.50 drink and I turned to start walking out the door. And as I went to take a sip, chocolate mocha poured down my shirt. And I went, what? And I looked at it and the top that she put on, the the cup had been dented inward. So the water just poured out. And I I walked over and said, I'm, I'm sorry, this, uh, this top wasn't on right. And it, I've spilled on your floor and on my shirt. And she looked at me and she said, well, it's not my fault. It's the lid. I went, of course, of course, I understand. So she poured it in another cup, put another lid on, and out I went. But I thought, wow, it's not my fault. It's the lid. So it's not operator error. It's the actual cup and the lid thing. I mean, you'd think if you're being paid to do a job, you would put it on there. That's fine. Everybody make mistakes. But it was the public relations and the response that got me. So, you know, I see this quite often, um, especially for some reason, it seems like being the younger generation. But I do want to make a comment. I did go into a coffee shop in Aptos and I will name it. It's Norma Jean's over there in Aptos um, Center, wherever that is. And on by Trout Gulch and I walked in the other day and there were two very nice young women behind the bar, very friendly. I asked for whatever I did, and they put it together for me, very friendly, took my money, said, have a nice day, smiled, and that I was going to leave that place feeling a lot better. And I know Kathy behind the, who owns it, so I stuck my head in and I said, hey, thank you for having such nice employees. I said, I know they're not hard, to, they're hard to find. She goes, oh my God, yes. So one thing that I would say about all this is be grateful when you do get good service out there um, and maybe make a comment to management. There's another 
a restaurant in Soquel, no, Capitola that I went to. It's been around a long time, but under new ownership for a while. And I happen to know the owner who's the cook. And uh, we've gone there a couple of times to play or to have a something after playing pickleball, which you, nobody should ever play pickleball. It's not fun. So don't do it. But after we went and did that, we went to and sat down at the bar and, you know, to visit and hang out. And two times in a row, the bartenders were less than friendly, a little bit on the arrogant side. And my friends both said, well, we don't really want to go back there. And I said, now let's try it again. You know, um, I really like the guy who owns it. So let's try again. And we did. We went back and Thankfully, there was a, a, a bartender behind the bar, a young woman, incredibly friendly. And, you know, that ter- was a turning point for us being willing to go back there on a more of a regular basis. And service counts. So I just really wanted to point that out that, you know, when you see good service out there, um, really appreciate the person show them gratitude, they'll probably make their day. I mean, quite honestly, most of the people out there that show that treat you that way, it comes naturally. Um, they just were raised that way or that's just the type of person they are. But um, when you see it, I, I admire it and I would talk to people about it. I think it's a, something that would be a very nice thing to do. And um, also... When you don't see it, everybody expects a 20% tip. Some of the worst service in the world. I I don't get it. Um, There's another incident I will talk about. Um, A place that I frequent for lunch. I have mentioned this before, but since I'm on the subject, I'll talk about it. And I went in and this um, young woman was sitting there um, on her cell phone uh, about 10 feet away from me behind the counter and I stood at the counter and she didn't really look up. Finally, she recognized me and she goes, yeah, can I help you? And go, yeah, I'd like to have a blah, 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 blah. She goes, okay, blah, 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 I'm out of money. Took my money, turned around and I went and sat down and I went, wow, I come in here a lot. And um, sometimes the service is good. Food's always good. Um, sometimes not. So I, when she came over to my to bring me my food. And this is a funny thing. You order at the counter, sit down and eat, and you're supposed to leave a 20% tip. I mean, what happened on being served and then leaving a 20% tip? I mean, I'll leave a lot more than that when it's deserved. And, um, but I said, excuse me, have you worked here long? And she goes, yeah, my parents own it. I go, oh, okay. So do you like working here? She goes, yeah. I go, okay, well, you know, you might show it a little bit. And then I said, no offense. I'm just saying it really helps to smile. And she kind of acknowledged me like she knew I was right, turned around and and left me to enjoy my meal. But, uh, you know, I think we need to start being grateful of each other a lot more if we're going to make a difference in the world and in life in general. And if nothing else, it's going to make you feel better. And uh, the previous show, they were talking about stress and such. I didn't get to hear all of it, but worry is something that you really got to take a look at and go, well, what am I worrying about? Write down the 10 things that you worry about most. Write down how long it's been you've been worrying about that, and then write down how many of them actually happen. So if you do this exercise or some rendition thereof, I'm sure there's a lot better ways to do it than that, and you see the result is it never comes to fruition, then if you continue to worry, then that's on you. And as you worry, you're increasing the stress hormone in your body called cortisol. It increases inflammation in your body. It shuts down your immune system, shuts down your digestive system, and shuts down your cognitive function anytime your fight or flight mechanism is going. So how often do you do this? If Are you in worry all day? You're damaging your health by doing that. So you really should consider techniques to get you out of that mode and get you onto the mode of enjoying life. 
maybe the simplest way to do is so sometimes it's really difficult. What you got to go out and do is help other people. You just need to go out and help other people or be nice to other people. When you focus on other people, your attention comes off of you and your problems and your endocrine system um, starts to, your hormones start to emit these dopamine, serotonin and oxytocin hormones to help your, because your body's joyful. So gratitude is not, it, it can't be underrated. I'm going to take a short break. Um, appreciate you all being here, and I'll be back in just a second. The truth is right in front of you. Hey, this is Dr. Duncan McCollum, and I have this amazing patient, Lauren, here, and she had a few things to say. Hi, I'm Lauren Spencer, a local realtor, and I've been seeing Duncan for years now. I had a biking accident, and he's been adjusting me since then, and it's been amazing. But lately, I've had trouble with my feet, and I'm an avid walker, avid biker, avid uh, golfer, and uh, my feet were aching all the time. And I tried Duncan's TRT machine, which is an amazing stem cell machine that rejuvenates uh, the cells and my feet. I've had like three or four um, sessions with the machine, and my feet are like new, no aches, no pains. It's a miracle. So I really highly recommend Duncan and his chiropractic services, but also that TRT machine. You got to try it. Thanks. Wow, thanks, Lauren. That was awesome. So we still have the forty nine dollar special. Come on in and see if it works for you. Thank you. This is Dr. Duncan McCollum here, and I have Pastor Mark with me. He came in and experienced the stem cell machine, the TRT machine, and he wanted to just go ahead and tell you a little bit of his experience. Yeah, I injured my knee years ago from sports and being dumb, and after the first stem cell treatment, after the very first one, I could do a full knee squat, and doctors told me that we want to replace your knee, and my knee would just ache just from sitting, and you've probably experienced that if you have knee problems, but now, no ache, I can walk without pain. And when I sit, I have no pain. And I just love it. I'd recommend it to anybody. It's terrific. When we looked at your x-rays, your discs and your knees look pretty good, too. Yeah, they're improving so much. I just love it. I can't wait for my treatment every week. Highly recommend it to anyone. So you'd recommend they do the $49 special to see if it will work for them? Oh, absolutely. That's what drew me in was the $49 special. I thought, I got 50 bucks to spend to just see. And it certainly has paid off. Call 831-459-9990. Thanks. You can rise above, you can be free. Hello everybody, Dr. Duncan McCollum back. So appreciate um, both Pastor Mark and Lauren for their uh, input on the uh, SoftWave machine we have. And uh, it's pretty amazing. And I've had it for probably five years now, close to five years. Uh, first one in Northern California to get it. But I want to tell you something that is really becoming... Um, it's actually coming to light. Um, and by the way, on the, on the subject of gratitude, I'm going to get off of that now. But there will be, in a couple shows, I will be presenting something that will be pretty cool on that. And if you tune in, um, you know, you'll be able to take advantage of an opportunity regarding gratitude. So um, hopefully that sounds interesting to you. And uh, we'll get back to it. So um, anyway, there's a there's a new epidemic, you might want to call it, that is taking the country quietly. And it's one of those things that you don't even know you've got it until all of a sudden it's unavoidably there bothering you. And um, 20 million Americans have already been diagnosed with this condition, uh, which is insidious. And the um, different myriad of symptoms are so vast that you would may not even tie them together. And then, um, but it's, it's becoming quite a problem. Anytime you have 20 million people being diagnosed with it, you have to realize that there's probably two to three times that many people that are out there wondering what the heck is going on with no idea what it is. And so this particular condition is basically the culmination of so many different diseases, uh, so many toxicities, um, things interrupting the body's ability to communicate well, uh, whether it's um, 
your drug or alcohol history yourself, chemotherapy, radiation therapy, thyroid disease, diabetes is one of the biggest contributors to it, Uh, chemical poisoning like glyphosate and other industrial chemicals we've been exposed to. But all of these things do a they all lead this down this road to something called peripheral neuropathy. And those two words you don't want to hear regarding your health. However, there is new light at the end of the tunnel, and it's not a freight train. And that new light is that we can now help people with peripheral neuropathy turn back the hands of time and reverse their condition and at least slow it down, but usually reverse it. I'd say in majority of the people, the statistics say over 90% of the people do get their condition improving when we do the right things faster than the wrong things can kill your nerves. So I'll explain a little bit what, and I have talked about it on the show before, but we've had such amazing results in our office um, recently. Uh, One gentleman's been on this program for a month and he kind of had difficulty walking. He didn't like to uh, think or didn't want to, he was ignoring it. He was, came in for low back pain, but you know, so we got that handled and then it's kind of like clomp, clomp, clomp. Well, what's going on with your walking or your gait? Oh, nothing. Well, we did, uh, with the help of his wife, we did infrared photographs, thermographic photographs or heat sensor photographs of his feet and hands. And you could see where the tips of the fingers and the tips of the hands, I mean, tips of the feet, uh, in his case, particularly feet, were almost black where the lack of oxygen was, where they should be bright yellow, like looking at a picture of the sun. That is the color that your extremities should be when we're doing a thermographic video. Be The reason for that is because blood and oxygen is being carried all the way down to the tips of your fingers and nourishing the nerves at that end. And nerves have these this coat around it called a myelin sheath that is a, a fatty-filled um, cord or tube that the nerve goes down, and it's loaded with blood vessels. And those blood vessels are there to give oxygen to the nerves so that the nerves live and stay healthy. Just like anything that requires oxygen on this planet, you start to deprive them of oxygen and that's going to start to succumb. Well, this peripheral neuropathy is, um, right now there's not really a mainstream way to handle it. And it's just a retraction. What occurs is there's a retraction of the length of that nerve and it shrinks up and shrinks up and shrinks up till pretty soon the the tips of the toes, then the balls of the feet, then the ankles all lose sensory control. It could be loss of vibration. You don't can't feel the vibration. You don't know a proprioception. You're not sure when you're putting your feet down or not. A lot of people have this trouble driving. They don't know if they're putting their foot on the gas or brake. Quite scary. And as your uh, this deg- disease is progressing, this disease process is progressing, people become fearful of even acknowledging to themselves that they're having a, a hard time putting their, differentiating the brake from the gas because, you know, you know it's dangerous, you know you shouldn't be driving, and you're afraid it's going to get worse, but most people just keep on doing it. And, um, you know, there are incidents of people that have accidents doing this. And it's not only you that could be damaged, it could, you could hurt somebody else, God forbid. So some of the other things is just fear of walking in the dark, fear of walking on uneven uh, pavement or um, maybe going to the park or walking on the beach or going to a ball game that your children or grandchildren are playing because of the uneven pavement. So it's almost like the brain doesn't know what the feet are doing and the feet doesn't know what the brain is doing. And that's one of the biggest issues with peripheral neuropathy is your risk of losing your independence, your uh, freedom to get around, and potentially some of your mobility, let alone the fact that as you're losing the nerve 
control that that area and those uh, tips of your toes are no longer getting enough oxygen, they will start to die. And this is where people get uh, necrosis or even it's called gangrene. That's what happens to the diabetic. Number one um, source of peripheral neuropathy is from diabetics. And chemotherapy and radiation treatment is high on the list. Autoimmune disease is terribly high on the list. Autoimmune means your body's fighting itself. And uh, the thing is that this stuff is so reversible if we catch it in time. And we have now been doing this. I've um, got connected up with this incredible doctor through the Pampa group I'm part of, Dr. Dan Pampa, which, as I'm sure you know, is the leading authority on um, cellular detox and cellular healing, um, which I may talk about on the third part of the show. But um, at any rate, this thing called peripheral neuropathy is stealing the lives of so many people and the independence and the happiness and the future. It's like doom and gloom. You know it's coming. It's like, talk about stress, worrying about driving over the hill, worrying about the next year to come. Or usually what happens is people start to get this little bit of an inkling of this thing called peripheral neuropathy. They might have tingling. They may not like having a sheet on their legs at night. It might be feel funny to them. Um, when they get up, they have to take um, a minute to make sure that the brain and the feet are talking together. Um, another danger is when people, so often I hear of the elderly, and I'm elderly, I'm 67, I hear of people um, taking a step and the curb was a little uh, off kilter and they tripped on the curb and fell down. And they say it in a true way, which is, you know, the, the, curb, the tree root pushed the curb up and I tripped. Well, I guarantee you, 20 to 30 years prior to that, if you would have hit that tree root, you simply would have righted yourself and put the foot down a little bit further out and kept going. Peripheral neuropathy is taking that reaction time and, and you're losing that reaction time, which means you're more likely to trip and go down. Um, so these are the things that are, you know, we are seeing incredible results. And the reason I'm talking about it, I've, I've seen a lot of stuff on the internet about it lately. And quite honestly, some of the remedies that they're doing, they might help a little bit, but they're short-sighted. You know, they might have, a, they might be a cream and, or an oil or a light or something, which I'm sure can help a bit. But um, we'll, we'll take a short break and uh, then we'll come back with a, a little bit more information on peripheral neuropathy. Thanks for tuning in. Dr. Duncan McCollum. You're listening to McCollum Wellness Radio. This is Dr. Duncan McCollum, and I want to introduce you to Karen, another patient who's had some pretty serious surgeries in her back, terrible amount of pain, and has some incredible results with our Softwave therapy machine. The next week you came in and said, well, my low back is so painful. This is better. Can we do anything for your low back? So we said, well, let's try that. So what happened there? The pain stopped, and it's all but gone. Oh I watched God. the 49er game for an hour in a row in a chair. Wow. I'm sleeping. Yeah. And uh, I was able to walk on the beach. The problem came from the surgeries. It's really changing everything. Yeah, those are God bumps. Yeah. Um, And I have them too. Yeah. Um, Because I know it's a miracle. See if the Softwave therapy machine works for you. We have a $49 special that you can try. Call 459-9990-831-459-9990. Hey everybody, this is Dr. McCollum. I have this amazing guy, Gary, here, who's a new patient to our office. And he just came up to the front and started talking about stuff and I wanted you to just express what you were telling us. What is really satisfying to me is coming here and meeting fine people like Natalie. And uh, frequently she's the uh, utility player running around the office. And you can always tell that Natalie's on the phone because she will always say, McCallum Chiropractic, I can help you. And you know what? She can and she does. And it just uh, makes my heart jump just to realize uh, there's such helpful and friendly people in the office. Everyone from Angus who runs the TRT machine 
the other chiropractors in the office and the uh, administrative staff like Arlene, very friendly and very helpful. If you want to feel comfortable at a chiropractor's office, come to Dr. McCallum. He's conveniently located off of 41st Avenue. Thank you so much. I appreciate that. <laughs> Call today for a complimentary consultation, 831-459-9990. Remember the strength that we found. Oh, yeah. we okay, Dr. Duncan McCallum back. Tony Lindsay singing Steve Funderburg's song, You Can Be Free. You can find it on the air under Steve Funderburg. Um, but, you know, he's talking right there at that line. You know, try to find the strength that you found. And, you know, you find those strengths by not being the effect of what's going around you. Sure, it's going to happen. But again, if you're stressed out and always worried about what's going to happen, see how often everything you worry about has happened. And if you can write down 10 days in a row or four years in a row that you've worried about the same thing and it hasn't happened yet, it probably won't happen tomorrow. So stop doing that. Get yourself doing something else. You know, get creative. I was listening to a conversation the other day and somebody was saying, you know, no matter what diversity there is in the world, whatever is happening, there's always things happening that seem like they're destroying the world. Out of all of those, there's always a high side of the rainbow. And it's the ones that can get on the high side of the rainbow, despite the, 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 um, the, the trouble getting there, then, you know, those are the ones that are going to be happy and win. You know, there's a... Um, there was a filmmaker named Samuel Goodwin, and Samuel Goodwin, I know he died in like 1920 or something like that, and he lived in the 1800s, so he was a pretty well-known um, filmmaker back then, and I'm sure you will have heard of this quote, but I was looking at up, I was trying to look up the quote to see where it came from, because I'm putting it in one of my books, and I wanted to give credit where credit's due, and uh, I'm sure you've heard it where what is the definition of luck? You know, you're so lucky, he's so lucky, you know, that guy's business is doing well, he's so lucky, or that person's relationship is great, they're so lucky. Well, the definition of luck, according to Samuel Goodwin, is where hard work and preparation meet. So he also said, you know, people often look at successful in his industry stars and think, oh, he got a lucky break. How lucky is he? You know, he must have known somebody. But he said, you know, there are very rarely instant successes. There are very rarely, though. And what you don't see behind all of these people is all of the hard work and years of turmoil and losses that they put in until they finally got a, quote, lucky break, unquote, which was where hard work and preparation met. So durability is something that um, I think a few generations of ours have, have lost an understanding of. Durability, staying on a given course, and in order to make, you know, whatever it is that you want to have happen, happen. So, you know, I, I recommend that people take a look at how lucky they are or aren't, but realize that it has to do with, number one, your attitude, which comes from gratitude. Attitude comes from gratitude. And then your perseverance in that area, having a noble goal that you can stick to and feel that it is something for you to achieve, that might be the biggest problem for a lot of people. They don't know what they want to do yet. You know, what am I going to do when I grow up and I'm 67 years old? Well, start something, go for it, and maybe you'll change along the way. But idle hands never made anything out of anything. So, you know, I, I, what I do is I, a lot of times at home or whatever I'm doing, I'll write. I've written several books and I'm writing a few more right now. But to me, I love to do that. It's just, I'll sit down and I'll get creative. And usually it's in the morning. I don't, I'm not as creative in the evening. But I could be doing something else. I could be reading a book. I'd rather write a book. But whether anybody reads them or not, I don't know, but I'm having fun writing them. So I think action, action, action is the key to success. Um, 
knowing that what you're doing is actually going to help other people. So the greatest um, purpose in the universe, I have this book in my um, front office, and uh, it's called The Secret to Success. And I got fooled that one of my patients the other day came and said, hey, I read one of your books. I thought he read one of my books. No, he read this book. And it's The Secret to Success. You open it up. It's a hard cup, hard copy book, and you open up one page that says serve. So the secret of success is to serve. So we have a world or a country or a group of people that are all, everything's about them, and perhaps I'm the same way. Maybe it is all about me. I don't know. But when I work to try to help others, I feel better. When it's all about me, I'll be miserable. Something didn't go right. And, you know, I, it's time to acknowledge those people that need help. Find something that you like about them, despite everything that may rub you the wrong way, and compliment it on them. Like, gee, that shirt looks really good on you. Or that, you know, find something. There's got to be, you can admire something about people. Or, boy, you're really hell-bent on your purpose, Thank God you have a purpose. Not very many people do. Anyway, this show today is kind of one of those ones that's a little abstract, a little obtuse. Um, I started out talking about what I think is the greatest uh, vitamin on the planet, and it's called vitamin G for gratitude. It can cure anything. And you can't say cure in the United States, or especially in California. You can't cure anybody of anything. But I think vitamin G which is, uh, I'm not selling it. Nobody's selling it. It's just go harvest it yourself. And if you practice this for 90 days, every morning, write down 10 things you're grateful for. Say something gratitudinal-wise to the first 10 people you meet. And then repeat as needed. I think you'll see doors open for you, whether it's just in your own mind. Um, It will change your endocrine level, your hormone level in your body, it can actually help you get over chronic inflammatory diseases. Because that chronic inflammation, and if as long as it's not being called by a diseased organ, caused by a diseased organ, toxins in the body, um, different types of disruptions of the nervous system from pinched nerves or subluxations, and even then, your body can change a lot. If I had a splinter in my finger that was pussy and infected, I could have the best attitude in the world. And my body eventually would push that out and heal it. But there is a time for um, intervention in the health arena. And I wouldn't say medical intervention. I just say intervention in the health arena. It might be that you need to put some, you know, salt, put it in salt water. That's antiseptic. That will kill the bugs. Um, you might have to, you know, get out a needle and go to work. But there's it's so much that we can do that we're not doing um, to help our own lives and the lives of people we need. We think it's going to be in a bottle. We think it's going to be in a government. We think it's going to be in, you know, some new food that we're going to get. Uh, so many times people come to me and go, oh, you got to look this vitamin up or this substance up. You know, it's some obscure um, peptide that they just discovered. Well, it's probably been worked on, on the, in the field of people that I'm working with, but I'll look at it. But it doesn't matter a hill of beans if you don't have the right attitude. So, you know, work on that. Write down where you want to be um, over the holidays, no matter what you do celebrate or don't celebrate. Um, Just be grateful to the people that you're with. You know, we live in the United States. I I believe it's the most amazing free country in the world. That's why everybody's trying to come here. And uh, we can discuss that on another show, but I won't. Um, Because I want to help you get your health back. So anyway, on the peripheral neuropathy thing, which I was talking about before, they're your peripheral nerves. Now, the, you have two types of nerves in your body, really. The ones inside your spine and the ones outside your spine. The one inside your spine are called the central nerves, the central nervous system. 
The ones outside of your spine and brain is called the peripheral nervous system. The best way to differentiate that is if you're in your house, everything in your house is the central nervous system. Everything outside your garden, the hoses outside, all of that stuff is the periphery or the peripheral nervous system. So that those are so susceptible to toxic environments. And those can be things like glyphosate, heavy metals, molds, um, bacteria, viruses, um, different type of mental abuse, physical trauma. So, but the funny thing is if you ever seen a weed growing out of the cement in your driveway, one little crack, and every year that weed comes back and it owns you because you keep pulling it and probably spraying it with all kinds of stuff, that's life. And that life will continue to grow and come back over the most diverse of all um, opposition. And you, (laughs) I'm telling you, no matter how hard you try to will that away, not purposely, but through the one of the um, blessings and curses of the homo homo saps is that we have this ability to reason. And uh, we reason based on the information that we've been exposed to. And by the prejudices that our families or friends or the news media or whatever has given us. So we make decisions based on a culmination of, you know, A plus B plus C. And it's, it is so easy to do a mathematical equation with a calculator. It's missing one thing, and that is that you as a spiritual being or you as the uh, person in that body or driving that body. So that's where ethics comes in. That's where moral codes come in. That's where the power decision comes in and, um, you know, responsibility and feeding yourself good information. That's why gratitude is so important. If you wake up every morning and fill your mind with gratitude, rather than wake up in the morning and turn on all of those terrible news stations and see what's happening everywhere in the world, which is terrible, there's also a lot of really good things going on in the world. But first thing in the morning for your day, you probably are better off filling your mind with gratitude and then go out and spread gratitude to the first 10 people you meet. Uh, when you see good service or receive good service, let them know uh, verbally. You can tell the management. You can tell them with a larger tip. And when you get bad service, uh, I don't always comment on it, but sometimes I will. Sometimes it will be in my lack of tip. People expect a tip for walking up to a bar and ordering a coffee. They expect 20%. I don't know. I mean, there's got to be more than 20. That's $4.50. You know, there's got to be more than that. Now, I'm a pretty nice guy, I think, usually, so I tip them anyway. But oftentimes I think, why am I doing that? So we've got to take it up a notch if this country is going to survive. We've got to take it up 10 notches. And it doesn't start by looking around at what other people are doing or aren't doing, because that's like pointing a finger. And every time you point a finger, you point a finger right now, look outside, there's three fingers pointing back at you. So we have so much more um, ability to change the world by actions that we take than pointing the finger at somebody that probably doesn't give a darn and probably won't change Anyway, they're not going to change for you. They have to have a vested interest in it. And your vested interest and my vested interest is that we live in a, you know, a happy country and, uh, you know, on a happy planet. Um, As we become stronger as individuals and as a group, uh, collectively, there's a lot more things that we need to do to help the environment, to help the planet, to help make sure that the people that are running our governments are ethical to make sure that the people who are responsible for holding the purse strings of the world um, are not vested to a point that we become a slave to them. So 
you know, we have to open our eyes. We can be victims or we can be victors. And you could probably win a lot of battles and lose a lot of battles. But do we win the war? The war is you are happy at the end of the day. You have um, people that you're around that you're influencing well. And, um, you know, Thanksgiving is coming. Be grateful. This is a perfect time to share gratitude. And um, remember that gratuity, not tipping wise, maybe, but grateful is something that when you give it, it's received very well. And when you appreciate it, it's received very well. And it creates something inside of you that heals you, literally. The science has proved it. So you can look it up and look up studies on uh, gratitude and chemical reactions in the body, its effect on um, stress, inflammation, uh, the immune system, and brain function, all that stuff. You'll find out there's tons and tons of papers about it, but nobody's going to talk about it because it's not in a pill. You can't medicate yourself out of a chronic disease. Right now, 70% of all um, healthcare in the United States is <clears throat> designed to handle a symptom, 70%. And the rest is probably for emergency medicine, sewing people back up again or putting on new limbs or taking out old things. But uh, 70% is medication, and all it's doing is maintaining the condition you have. Look at it. If you're um, doing the same thing and expecting a different result, then, you know, shame on you. But if you realize that your body's got this innate power, it has the power to heal itself, it's just shackled and handcuffed. All we have to do is take those shackles off, and the body will have the power to heal itself. And, uh, you know, I appreciate being on the show. I appreciate you listening. Um, please share it with other people. Look out for gratitude. I'll be giving you something on gratitude that you can take home literally in a week or two. So hope to see you then. Uh, stop by my office in Capitola. Get a, one of the stem cell TRT treatments for 49 bucks. Change the world. All right. Have a great day. enjoyed this episode of McCollum Wellness Radio, please share it with a friend and tell them one helpful fact that you learned today. Remember, the best way to learn is to teach.